Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood III, and thanks so much for tuning in to this podcast reading of 2 Samuel chapter 2. In this chapter, we read about David being anointed king of Judah. Uh, we also learn that Ishbal, uh, who is a son of Saul, is named the king of Israel. And so what we have now is a separation of the north from the south. Israel would be the northern kingdom. Judah is the southern kingdom. The other thing that happens here is that uh, we find that even though the battle is over, frankly, technically there was never a battle between David and Saul. But David's men really don't like Saul's men, and Saul's men don't like David. Saul's troops are headed by Abner, uh, and Joab is the leader of the troops of David. And we find at the end of this chapter, there's a horrible battle between the two of them, even though uh, there's no formal war that has been declared. And sometimes this happens often in life, you know, where we find that you know, even though people may go through the motions of uh, cordiality, the truth of the matter is, is that they may have bad feelings. And I have to remind you that it is Saul's men who've been chasing David and making life very David, very difficult for David and Joab, um, you know, as they've been on the run. David has refused to let his men uh, fight back against Saul uh, and now in this chapter, we see that it just boils over uh, into a bloody, uh, bloody encounter uh, where these men on the two sides uh, finally are getting to face off with each other and they're duking it out uh, in a horrible way. So let's begin Second Samuel chapter 2. This is where David is anointing king, anointed king of Judah. After this... David inquired of the Lord, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? The Lord said to him, Go up. David said, To which shall I go up? He said, To Hebron. So David went up there along with his two wives, Ahinoam of Jezreel and Abigail, the widow of Nabal of Carmel. David brought up the men who were with him, every one with his household, and they settled in the towns of Hebron. Then the people of Judah came, and there they anointed David king over the house of Judah. When they told David it was the people of Jabesh-Gilead who buried Saul, David sent messengers to the people of Jabesh-Gilead and said to them, May you be blessed by the Lord, because you showed this loyalty to Saul your Lord and buried him. Now may the Lord show steadfast love and faithfulness to you, and I too will reward you because you have done this thing. Therefore, let your hands be strong and be valiant, for Saul your Lord is dead, and the house of Judah has anointed me king over them. But Abner, son of Ner, commander of Saul's army, had taken Ishbal, son of Saul, and brought him over to Mahanaim. He made him king over Gilead, the Azurites, Jezreel, Ephraim, Benjamin, and over all Israel. Ishbal, 
Saul's son was 40 years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned two years. But the house of Judah followed David. The time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. The Battle of Gibeon. Abner, son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbal, son of Saul, went out from Mahanaim to Gibeon. Joab, son of Zeruiah, and the servants of David went out and met them at the pool of Gibeon. One group sat on one side of the pool, while the other sat on the other side of the pool. Abner said to Joab, Let the young men come forward and have a contest before us. Joab said, Let them come forward. So they came forward and were counted as they passed by. Twelve for Benjamin and Ishbael, son of Saul, and twelve of the servants of David. Each grasped his opponent by the head and thrust his sword in his opponent's side. So they fell down together. Therefore, that place was called Helkath Hazaruim, which is at Gibeon. The battle was fierce that day, and Abner and the men of Israel were beaten by the servants of David. The three sons of Zeruiah were there, Joab, Abishai, and Ashel. Now Ashel was as swift of foot as a wild gazelle. Ashel pursued Abner, turning neither to the right nor to the left as he followed him. Then Abner looked back and said, Is it you, Ashel? He said, Yes, it is. Abner said to him, Turn to your right or to your left and seize one of the young men and take his spoil. But Ashel would not turn away from following him. Abner said again to Ashel, Turn away from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? How then could I show my face to your brother Joab? But he refused to turn away. So Abner stuck him in the stomach with the butt of his spear, so that the spear came out at his back. He fell there and died where he lay. And all those who came to the place where Ashel had fallen and died stood still. But Joab and Abishai pursued Abner. As the sun was going down, they came to the hill of Amah, which lies before Giah, on the way to the wilderness of Gibeon. The Benjaminites rallied around Abner and formed a single band, and they took their stand on the top of a hill. Then Abner called to Joab, Is the sword to keep devouring forever? Do you not know that the end will be bitter? How long will it be before you order your people to turn from the pursuit of their kinsmen? Joab said, As God lives, if you had not spoken, the people would have continued to pursue their kinsmen, not stopping until morning. Joab sounded the trumpet, and all the people stopped. They no longer pursued Israel or engaged in battle any further. Abner and his men traveled all that night through the Arabah. They crossed the Jordan, and marching the whole forenoon, they came to Mahanaim. Joab returned from the pursuit of Abner. And when he had gathered all the people together, there were missing of David's servants, nineteen men. 
besides Ashael. But the servants of David had killed of Benjamin 360 of Abner's men. They took up Ashel and buried him in the tomb of his father, which was at Bethlehem. Joab and his men marched all night, and the day broke upon them at Hebron. I'd like to ask a few questions for reflection. What do you think about this chapter? Next question. David is anointed king in Hebron. What does that tell you about David? Question mark. Hint. Hebron is not far from Bethlehem. I think David chose Hebron uh, because it was a choice location and not far from his home region of Bethlehem. Number three, what do you think about Abner and Joab sending young men uh, to fight on behalf of them against each other? What do you think about the death of Ashel, uh, Ashael, who is the son, excuse me, the brother to Joab. Now, to put this in context, just so that you remember everything, Joab is the commander of David's army. Abner uh, was a cousin of Saul, he used, King Saul. He used to eat at the table with Saul. Uh, and David, when David uh, and Saul were on better terms, along with Jonathan, the son of Saul. Uh, so peace technically has come to the land, but the reality is that uh, Abner and Joab uh, have never fought against each other. Um, you know, there was a time when Joab and Abner were fighting on the same side, but you will remember, 600 of Saul's men followed David. Uh, and there are several times that we read in 1 Samuel when uh, Saul himself would lead 3,000 of his choice troops. Abner was probably among that number. Uh, and they would, Saul would take the 3,000 troops whenever he heard that David was holed up uh, in some place. Uh, like Ziklag and, and other places like that. And uh, David was always able to elude him. We also have to remember that David commanded his people never to fight back against Saul because Saul was the Lord's anointed. So technically, these men, once all of them, the men of Abner, the men of Joab, have fought on the same side. But this time, uh, now, but they don't like each other. And they don't like each other because David's men, the 600 uh, mighty men of David, uh, have been on the run, perhaps for years, uh, from Saul and his troops. Uh, these are the men who uh, sought, sought refuge with David in Gath. These are the men who sought refuge in Ziklag. And uh, David commanded them, do not lift a hand against Saul and his men because Saul is the Lord's anointed. And so now that Saul is dead, uh, there's no anointed of the Lord standing between them. Abner, the commander of Saul's forces, and Joab, the commander of David's forces, essentially, they pick a fight with each other. 
and they go for it. And uh, it's horrible because these are all men who were once part of the same army. Uh, these are men who are all part of the various tribes of Israel. Uh, but now in this chapter, we see that uh, David is anointed king in Judah and a son of Saul uh, is, is anointed king of Israel, which is the northern part. Uh, Ishbael is his name. He's 40 years of age. David is 30. Uh, Ishbael only rules for two years. But David, uh, once he becomes king, and we, we're reading about it right now, uh, David remains king until he dies at the age of 70. And so I come back to my questions for reflection. What are your observations about this beginning of the reign of David as king of Israel, starting with Judah? But after two years, he becomes the king of the whole land, which will be Israel and Judah. What are your thoughts about this? I'd like to leave us with a prayer. Gracious Master and our God, we thank you for the example of David and Saul. I thank you uh, for the patience of David. I thank you for the respect that David had for Saul, even though Saul was jealous of him and hated him. And Lord, I pray that I might learn in my own life how to be patient. Teach me, O oh Lord God, how to be respectful of leadership. O oh Lord God, grant me your favor, grant me your peace, grant me your love. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ in Detroit. Thank you for tuning in to this podcast, reading from the second book of Samuel, the ascendancy of David uh, as king of Israel. Tomorrow we will continue in this process. If you're ever in Detroit, I invite you to stop by the Plymouth United Church of Christ, where I serve as pastor. Our street address is 600 East Warren Avenue, right at the corner of San Antoine and I-75. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning, but we also worship on Wednesdays at noon, and I'd love to see you. Until the next time, God bless. This is Nick Hood.